Welcome to Row 2 Play Podcast. I am your game master, Kent Blue. We are an actual play podcast where I play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world. So if you're ready, grab a player sheet, grab some dice, and let's Row 2 Play! What's up, everyone, and welcome back to Roto Play Podcast. My name is Kit Blue, and I'm your game master. This week, I'm so excited to bring you "Damn the Man, Save the Music" by Hannah Schaefer, put out by Make Big Things. This game is fantastic. Uh, it's one of the first games that I that I was really sad that I missed the Kickstarter on because it's just just such a great concept. It's it's something that really resonates with me. You know, I, I for a long time I worked at a at a record store, and this game is about trying to save your record store from the man. It's incredible. It's a lot of fun. It's got just fantastic rules. Oh, I can't wait to give it to you. I sat down and played it with a bunch of my local friends. Uh, we got around the table, played it. It was Shane, David. And new to the show, Bethany. All right, so what's coming up for Row to Play podcast? Not a whole lot in terms, well, actually nothing in terms of live appearances or being on other shows or anything like that. A lot of stuff going on behind the scenes here. Uh, really trying to figure out what I want to do with the show as we as, as we go into 2019. I have a lot of big plans I want to do, so I'm really kind of going over a lot of that and figuring out what I want to do. A couple of different different new projects I'm going to try out. So be looking forward to hearing more about that in the future. But for now, just know some some cool changes and cool additions are coming. With nothing else to say this week, let's get right into Damn the Man, Save the Music with my good friends Shane Devon, David Goebel, and Bethany Westerfield. All right, let's go around the table and meet everybody. I'm going to start with David because he just took a drink. It's a running fabulous reds blueberry. <laughs> it's a running gag. I try to get people mid drink. Oh, so Uh-oh. all right, David, you've been on here before. Yeah, I did. Um, Dread. Yep, it was a Halloween episode. Um, where I died. Yep, I was a ghost and was real upset that I couldn't grab uh, beer anymore. Yeah. It just whoosh. it was his first rodeo on the show and came back for all out of bubble gum. All out of bubble gum, <laughs> which was another holiday themed episode. Yep, it's Christmas episode. Um. I fought an old lady in a mall over a Christmas ornament. <laughs> Speaking of all out of bow gum, we also have Shane from that game. Yes. Shane also was on the bite episode. I was there. <laughs> Shane, we are in your wonderful studio. Yes. Tell us all about it. This is uh, Tinker Tone's studio, and uh, this is where we tape podcasts. Yeah. Like Roll to Play podcasts. Yeah. And literally nothing else. And more future plans <laughs> that are plans for the future. Yeah. Hey, Bethany's taking a drink now, so we're going to get to her. Bethany's first appearance on the show, I feel like the first of many, because, you know, this is the first time we've really interacted, and I'm quite fond of you, so. Aww. And I'm not just saying that for the mics. Well, I'm very glad to be here, and I uh, haven't done this kind of thing before, but it seemed like fun. But you have done role-playing, like, D- general D&D and stuff, right? And I have a bit, um, yes. Yeah. To the extent, um... 
Not to a huge extent. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> those things are difficult to schedule and get people to, to do. So, But we are playing Damn the Man, Save the Music, a game by Hannah Schaefer. Damn the Man, Save the Music is a game that's kind of inspired by 90s films, specifically I'd say Empire Records, where you have a band of, of folks trying to save their record store at their homegrown record store as bigger record stores, you know, CD chains come in and try to shut it down. So I think first I'm going to read just a little bit from the book about to set the tone, then we'll introduce our characters and then we'll get into the game. Welcome to Revolution Records, the kind of place that's been on the verge of closing since opening day, located down that little side street in the part of town your mom doesn't want you to visit. We all know CD Emporium's been sniffing around, looking to turn this place into a corporate boy band vending machine. If we don't settle up with the landlord this month, we're out, and the Emporium is in. We've got one chance to keep the music playing. At 11 a.m. tomorrow, the Big Shot will walk through these doors, and half of the town will be here to get shitty signatures on their shitty records. If we can sell every one of them one CD, that's enough to float us for another year. So the question is, can we make it through just one day without a huge fucking disaster? That's our scene. Let's go around and meet our, our characters now. All right, we're going to go around the table and meet everybody, and then we will get to playing. Uh, we're going to start with you, Bethany. Let's meet your character. All right. Lou is a 17-year-old girl whose real name is a mystery. She goes by Lou. She's been employed with uh, Revolution Records for two years. Um, you can generally find her in her uh, nappy overalls and a well-worn band tee. Uh, today, her band tee by the, uh, the band Flop Sweat. You probably haven't heard of them. Um, <laughs> It got shrunk in the in the wash by her mother, but she wears it anyway. Um, let's see. Her favorite tunes are uh, Flop Sweat, the, yeah. the grunge band. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's a, a Brit pop band named Smudge. Um, yeah, you probably haven't heard of them either. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that, that's about it. It's um, good. David, let's meet. What, what's your character's name? My character's name is Bobby Monsoon. He likes to think of himself as an intellectual. Um, he is 25 years old. He's been employed at Revolution Records for five years. Wow. Five long years he's put into this place. The style of dress, um, I couldn't really come up with one, yeah. so I just went with turtleneck and chain. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Black turtleneck, silver chain. You know, style. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, nope. It sounds like you're going to say more. Oh, I was just going to read the tunes part. Like, he's more of a lyrics guy because he's an intellectual. Mm -hmm. So he's really into, like, Bob Dylan, Leonard Cohen, and, like, Tom Waits is God. Nice. Shane, round us out. All right. My character's name is... Nicky Barbaris, and he's 22 years old. He has been with Revolution Records for five years. So I guess we started at the same time, Bobby Monsoon. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, he's a local musician. Uh, he basically uh, dresses in T-shirts and jeans, uh, sort of like black loafers, and bringing the 50s style into the 90s as best he possibly can. 
Uh, he plays uh, guitar and sings with a band called The Rails. The Rails. The Rails. And uh, he's into the classics, uh, the 50s classics, and uh, he's also pretty much into, into Brit pop. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's Nicky. Has oh. he heard of Smudge? Uh, he, you introduced, uh, uh, what's your kid? Lou introduced him to Smudge. And, uh, yes, he likes Smudge. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for Lou, he probably never would have heard of him. No? No. No. Bobby doesn't know who Smudge is. Yeah. I feel like Bobby might not, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. No. No clue. He's kind of above them, I think. Right. They're a little below yeah. him. Rip hop? What? Mm-hmm. No. Turn that off. Yeah. <laughs> It's gross. As we mentioned in the opening, uh, Revolution Records is kind of having hard times. So uh, there are lots of troubles coming around. We've got troubles from the community. We've got troubles uh, from with money. The morale sometimes is just shit, you know. And our boss, who actually, let's go ahead and talk about her boss a little bit. Uh, sometimes she just, you know, she's got problems of her own going on. David, tell us a little bit about the boss. Well, the boss's name is uh, Evelyn Elton. Um, we all have little nicknames for her. Um, Bobby, uh, because her last name is Elton, likes to just make random um, Elton John references because he thinks it's funny. No one else really does. No, especially no. Not, especially not L. Especially not L. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, she's she's very knowledgeable about her job, but she's also a little aloof, a little 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 um, um, in the clouds. Yeah. You know, and she's an older woman. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, she probably she probably, you know, was really into the music scene whenever she started this shop. You know. Yeah. And it just hasn't maybe not progressed with the times. But, but don't don't let her you know outside appearance and attitude fool you. Like in reality, she's still pretty sharp as a tech. Yeah. 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 She just she likes putting on a little show. Yeah. Probably a little yeah. bit more clued in than what she looks right. on. Yeah. Right. All right, and well, like we said, we do have this this big shot coming in. Somebody who used to be big. Everybody knew them, but I don't know. They fell a little bit on hard times. So so let's meet let's meet that character. Well, not meet. Let's talk about the big shot a little bit. What's their name, Bethany? Um, well, his stage name is Agamemnon. Yeah. <laughs> He's a kind of a, a hair glam rocker yeah it, it kind of seems like a, a bit washed up he's on his um biblical justice tour yeah uh, attempting to gain relevancy again after being um banished from the spotlight for uh being a vocal con- conspiracy oh yeah. yeah yeah he, he probably was riding that big wave of hair bands there in the 80s and uh, I mean, it had a big hit. What was it? What was it, Shane? What was that big hit called? What was his big hit of the 80s called? Uh, his big hit of the 80s was called Stoner to Death. Stoner to Death? Yeah. It's better than what so, I was thinking. So, so maybe he had, like, some Christian Christian rock undertones. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit like Striper. Yeah. Yeah. But, he, but, but you know, uh, old Agamemnon here, that used to be the band name, right? Yeah. But then when like he is his his conspiracy theory started really taking over, the rest of the band was like, "Dude, you can't, we can't do this anymore. No way." And then like his ego took over and he went solo as just Agamemnon. Yeah. What do we think this this uh, this? What was the final straw? What was the final conspiracy theory? He was up on stage, you know, at at some like outdoor like festival, and what was the one that pushed us? That just that 
just sent his career just crashing down. I don't know if you remember, but uh, Agamemnon played at Woodstock 94. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that troubled mess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. And uh, this was even before, like, all the burning and, like, rioting yeah. and stuff happened. Yep. Yeah. Um, Many died. But I, I don't really remember what the vocal conspiracy was that at that point. Um, I, I, I feel like it had to do with stoning lizard babies. Um, I'm oh. not sure. That, yeah, that was a big one. He yeah, was all yeah. about that. Yeah, he was definitely about lizard people. Yeah. yeah. Rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah, he really right. felt like those lizard. I mean, to, to stop the... The infiltration of the world of the lizard people, you had to right. start with the babies. Right. Yep. Yeah. So stone those babies, and not in a good way. You know, oh. Don't like, I mean. And then people started associating that with this big hit, and they're like, is that song really about stoning lizard, lizard babies? babies? Yeah. And they started putting two and two together, and they were like, that dude's a nut job. Yeah. Yeah. And so he fell hard from grace. He held on to his conspiracy theory beliefs. I mean, he started a blog whenever the internet hit. You know, really found a good spot. Found him, created himself a nice YouTube channel. I mean, he found he found his spot, but he did stay in touch with the music, and and he really wants to kind of get back into that scene because he knows people may may rail against him if he has his weird conspiracy theories, but if he puts them in song form, maybe he well, can I mean, reach a wider he still audience. Has a base. Yeah, I mean, people still buy his records. Yeah, I mean, he's not topping the Billboard charts or anything. He's playing, you know. Amphitheater in Beaver Dam, Kentucky. Yeah. It's people who separate the man from the music. Yeah, yeah. So he, he, you know, he is doing this tour across America, and in between, in between nights of, of where he's performing, he's stopping in at local record shops. You know, getting in touch with the people on the ground. That's what he's doing here at Revolution Records. It's grassroots. Yeah. The boss, uh, L, has has you know she remembers him. She's like. It's a big name. We're gonna get him in here, sign some records, and I bet, I bet, I bet we can. You know, if you guys put on smiles on your faces and and really push push the merchandise, I think we can we can make it to next year. So that's where we're gonna start. It is the day of the Big Shots' big arrival. We're gonna open up the store. Now, there are a couple of you who have been here for five years, you know, so you know the routine. But who usually shows up first? Hmm. Uh, I feel like. I feel like Bobby's going to be the first one to show up. I'd say so. Because being an intellectual, he knows how important it is to be on time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Bobby hits the store, unlocks. What what tunes does Bobby throw on while, and then what does he, you know, take us through just a real quick, what music he throws on, what's his opening routine? Well, I mean, Bobby Bobby comes in, he opens, he, you know, unlocks the door, walks in, locks it behind him because he doesn't want anybody in there, right? This is Bobby's time. Okay. And uh, walks over to the record player, throws on some uh, songs about love by Leonard Cohen, which really aren't songs about love. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of downers. Because he knows he has to be at Revolution Records all day today. Yeah. And he has to deal with coworkers. So he wants to be in a mood because he's Bobby. So what's the first thing he does after throwing on some tunes? He throws on some tunes, then, he's, then he has to go personally count the money to make sure everything's right. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby doesn't trust anybody yeah. else to do that. He has to know exactly everything's cool. Yeah. Right? And if you don't start off the day right with the right amount of money, it's going to throw everything off. So while he's counting money, I think that's a good time. Uh, just as the other long-term employee here, I think it's a good time for Mickey to stroll up. Nikki. Nikki? Nikki. Ah. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why did I write down Nick Mickey? <laughs> so Nicky strolls up. I imagine five-year employee probably has his own keys because Bobby locked the door. So Nicky's probably used to this this kind of thing. Bobby gets there, locks the door. So Nicky secured himself a key. All right. So I guess Nicky comes through, and he's probably got a sausage egg and a biscuit uh, in his mouth as he comes in, sort of carrying a, a notebook and his guitar and sort of nods toward Bobby as he comes in, sets everything down on the couch, takes a big bite, kind of chews for a second, scrunches his face and is like, what the fuck is this on the radio? <laughs> it's called good music, Nikki. The same thing I told you yesterday. Uh, thanks for the information. Good music. I'll make a note of it. And so he goes and takes off his jacket, kind of settles in the rest of the way, and begins doing his daily chores because the register's already counted in. Yeah, yeah. Bobby, old Bobby's counting the money in. So, <laughs> so he kind of sits uh, on, on the little couch they have in, in the area and continues eating his breakfast sandwich, uh, listening to this good music. I feel like that goes on for about 15 minutes, and Olu, Olu strolls in. Right, right as close to opening time, I imagine, as possible. Uh, you know, you uh, you called it. Um, technically, though, uh, Lou was here first. She just, man, there's this couch that somebody threw out right next to the dumpster out back that uh, every now and then, you know, she just kind of wanders the town at night and sometimes she sleeps there. Uh, it's right out back, you know. <laughs> So she strolls up, yeah, as close to opening time as possible. She heard both of you guys, you know, walk up. And we're like, they can take care of uh, opening the store. She's only been there a couple of years. But uh, I guess she'll come through the door and uh, immediately kind of look around for the, the store cat that's been missing since yesterday. Let's talk about this cat. Well... First, first, as I said, the store is definitely, you know, every every day's a struggle for Revolution Records here. So just all kinds of different factors are trying to take this place down. So first thing we're gonna do, we're gonna we're gonna draw a card from the deck and kind of kind of see what our what this what the store's like top priority problem is right now. So we got a seven of diamonds, so diamonds is money. That's that's probably so everybody can write in a three in money and a one in your other other boxes. So we have problems with the community, morale, the boss, but most importantly, we have issues with money. So setting the scene this morning, we definitely, I mean, money's on the mind. We, we, you know, something has gone wrong with the money situation, but we'll get into that. Let's first talk a little bit about this cat. <laughs> I, well, um, you know, this stork hat Mr. Brickles is, um, he's kind of a fixture to, you know, he's, he's important to the store. He maintains morale. Um, and, and to be completely honest, it, it's, it's somebody's fault that this cat's gone. I'm not going to name any names, but somebody ah, Jesus. had people in and out of the store all day. Unrelated to store business, and one of them let the cat out. And I'm just gonna say it's very important to my character to find Mr. Rickles. Okay, well, Mr. 
Brickles? No, okay. Is it Brickles or Rickles? Brickles, sorry. With the B? Yeah. Brickles. All right. So since our big problem is money, we're actually going to go ahead and start our first scene, and I'm going to assign it to, to Bobby. Uh, yeah, basically your task is, your task with the scene is to kind of figure out what happened to the money. I mean, maybe there was more, should have been more than what you're seeing. So your task is kind of to unravel that, you know, kind of get started on what happened to the money. So in this game, you can, you, each, everybody's going to get a scene. We're going to go three turns. Everybody's going to get a, a spotlight scene. You can definitely interact with each other in your scene, but your spotlight scene focuses on you and what you're trying to do. So this first spotlight scene is going to be Bobby figuring out what happened to this money or what the money problem is. You can even determine that. Maybe it's not the money's missing, but maybe someone dyed all the, all the money purple or something. You know, whatever you think of. So you get to the, there, there's three ways to approach a scene. You can uh, you can double down on the task, which means you are just focusing in on your task that 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 I've given you. That's your only go. You don't care about personal relationships. You don't care about your goal in life. What you want to do is you want to figure out that task, or you can take a moment because all these characters will get more into it. Something recently has happened between every single one of them where the relationships are a little bit fractured. So part of this is you want to repair those relationships to, you know, because these people you've been working for them. I mean, you've all been working together for two years. Some of you longer than that. Uh, so, you you know, maybe this this scene, you want to take a moment and repair that relationship from whatever just happened the night before that kind of fractured it. Or everyone has this goal in life that they at least their life at this moment that they want to achieve you can you can choose to kind of ignore your task for the most part like who cares about the money i'm going to do something that's going to that, that's going to push me towards my goal at this juncture of my life so your task is what what's with the money something is up with the money situation here and so so you can you know whichever way you want to go all right. Well, uh, Bobby's counted the register and everything's fine with that. Yeah. And he's got it ready, ready to open. But now he has to find last night's deposit to take it to the bank, and you know, make money. Yeah. But when he opens the safe, ain't no deposit from last night. No. No money. Hmm. Where did the money go? All right, so is Bobby going to just, are you going to double down and try to figure out the task? Are you going to take a moment with, uh, just heal a relationship, or do you just want to go for your go? What's, what's your go for the end of this scene? Uh, well, uh, I kind of feel like I could do all three with this. All right. It, it, it's probably not a thing that's, you know, a thing. Yeah, yeah. You got, usually you got to focus in on what? Okay. Because, I mean, game mechanics and such. Right. Well,. <laughs> But I mean, if you want to work towards two, uh, taking a moment lets you like focus on a relationship and also try for your task. Okay, so. well let's do that. Okay, let's work on a relationship and try for my task. All right. Okay. Well, the first thing Bobby's going to do, he's going to use his brain <laughs> and think about who closed the night before, which was Nikki. Oh man, his responsibility to put the deposit away. And what makes it even worse is we made a little money last night, Nikki. But the deposit isn't in the safe. Yeah. How'd, you, how'd y'all make a little extra money last night? Um, well, it's kind of... Go ahead. 
It's kind of on the DL. Oh. <laughs> Something that you don't want L to know about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone here draws a crowd sometimes when they have a new stash. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so when they come by to, you know, refill their little baggies, they also pick up a record. Yeah. Because that's what they're going to go and enjoy when they get home. Yeah. And uh, this particular girl <laughs> had a new stash. So, yes, people are coming in to to uh, to try out the new stash. Maybe it's a new blend or a new. I don't know much about. It. <laughs> right, so just go with me here. And that brought in a lot of a lot of business. You know, a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. I mean, would you say that Lou's known really throughout the community is like uh, having just the best whatever you need. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I just said it was on the DL. You're just blabbing it to everybody. <laughs> like. I wouldn't say it's always the best, yeah. but it's always there. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like Lou is probably debuting something new. Maybe some something. Maybe something she's personally concocted. Yeah, oh, some yeah. sort of new yeah. new some, new experimental yeah. baggie. New, new like uh, I mean, yeah. We we live on the edge of the trailer park, so there's a little bit of this this thing you know right behind that you know it's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. All right. So that brought Trailer in Park Hash. So that brought in a, that brought in a lot of new faces who who y'all convinced to to also buy CDs. I mean, L was very happy. She she stops in on occasion. She was there last night. You know, she was really happy with it with all the pe- people there. So she didn't really pay attention to why they were there. Maybe she knew. Maybe she didn't. But she was real happy with it. So I guess the question is 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 who did who who you got beef with two people? It seems who are you trying to repair a relationship with because. First off, Elle comes in shortly after everybody, and you know she comes in. and She's like, you know, we gotta, we gotta make sure we. Hold on, let me get a voice rail. Uh, you know, we. Well, that's just the voice I was doing. So fuck it. We, we gotta make sure we, we, uh, we, we, we gotta, we gotta get the deposit in because I want to know how much money we made today. Okay, so Bobby, I need you to get the deposit, get it to the bank. That way, I know today if, if you know, I need to know if bringing in these people is good for business. So I need to know exactly how much we make today so I can't have it mixed with yesterday's deposit. Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, goodbye, Norma Jean. <laughs> you, you know, you, you always say these things. <laughs> and I feel like they're a reference to something, but they just fly right over my head. Yeah, okay. And so Elle goes out to her car, uh, turns on Elton John. What the fuck? And just drives off. She knows. She knows exactly, exactly. But but L L imagines this this persona she gives of the uh, little old lady shop owner brings in you know some sympathetic uh, shoppers. So so basically, um, using his brain to deduce who closed last night, he's going to go confront Nikki now and ask him where the deposit is. Yeah. Right. So you're going to try to repair that relationship a little bit, or a little bit. Yes. Are you trying to repair a relationship? Or well, I got to I got to complete my task and repair this relationship. I yeah. see. So we can start off as this conflict, and we can move into. The ah. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll pick up with you're going to tr- you are. I mean, you got the underlying th- task of you got to figure out this money situation because yes. because uh, because L needs needs the deposit made so she can gauge if this is a lucrative business thing bringing in these washed up rock she stars. She has to have the money 
to pay the big shot tomorrow, and right. she was banking on that deposit. Yep. So, but but you feel like you got some beef with old Nikki there that you want to you needed to get swept under the rug and mm-hmm. patched up. So now's now's the chance to lay it all out on the table. Now is now it is uh. because the business is on the line. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to work for a fucking CD Emporium. That's who's no. going to buy this place up. Damn the man. Do, do you want to work for CD Emporium? Fuck no, I don't want to work for CD Emporium. All right, then. Where's the deposit? It's on the counter. I left it on the counter last night. Why would you leave it on the counter? Because last night I was closing up, and one of Lou's fucked up customers came through the door. I forgot to lock up while I was counting out. And I had to make sure that they weren't going to steal anything, make sure they weren't going to assault me or steal any of the money. And so whenever I got them outside... I left. I, I clocked out and I went home. I forgot. I left the deposit on the counter. It should be right there on the counter. Well, guess what's not on the counter? The deposit. That's and why would you leave a deposit laying on the counter if you're worried about some psycho stealing no. money? I, did, I forgot all about it. Whenever I kicked the customer out, I went ahead and clocked out and went home. I forgot to put the deposit into the, into the fucking safe thing. My you know, apologies. You, you know, you know the yellow brick road needs this money to pay for Agamemnon's appearance tomorrow. What are you saying? I, of course, I know she needs. It was an accident. It, it's the first time ever I've left the money outside of the safe. You it was are about to tank Revolution Records, and it's all because you know what? It's all because you have this silly little dream of being a local rock star. But you know what, what the reality the- is. Fuck is wrong with you? Your songwriting is mud. I said it. We're supposed to be worried about this money, and you're telling me that my songwriting is mud? Guess who doesn't think my songwriting is mud? All of Friday After Six, okay? Because I played Friday After Six at least a dozen times, and I always have a crowd. You know who played Friday After Six last week? Not you. A monkey with some cymbals. A monkey with some cymbals. Is that monkey's name Bobby Monsoon? Fuck you. I sure hope it's not. It was Chicky. (laughs) Chicky was the monkey with cymbals. The monkey's name was fucking Chicky. It wasn't Bobby Monsoon. That was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for breaking character. (laughs) Okay, okay. It was Chicky. (laughs) <laughs> that was great, man. Like that's where you should like leave that off. Yeah. Well, she says that's it was cheeky. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't feel like you are cool after what, that. Oh, no, well, you don't have we're to. We're going to be fucking. Well, all right, all right. That's fine. The conflict yeah, there. Yeah. The conflict with him because my character's pissed that he was like talking shit about my hero yeah. yesterday. So I'm going to talk shit about your songwriting. Stone <sighs> talk, talk shit about cheeky man. <laughs> I mean, at any point you feel like you want to roll for your task, that's you. Listen, but I don't feel like we're at the point to yeah, roll for it. That's fine. We're going to have this shit out in a minute. Let's look for this deposit. It's around here somewhere. It has to be. Lou? Huh? Do you remember seeing the deposit yesterday? Lou, uh, wake up. Uh, uh, it was fucking right here. <laughs> deposit? Yeah, you know the little envelope where... We put the money at the end of the day, supposed to go into the safe. Nikki, the brilliant artist over here. Because I had it over here, and then I sat it over here. It was right fucking here. Says he laid it on the counter instead, which is a brilliant place to leave it. You mean we have a safe, man? All right, Nikki. (laughs) 
that's a dead end, obviously. <laughs> so, um, sometime hey, is this is this where uh, is this where that guy Agamemnon's going to be today? Are you a customer now? Yeah. Are we open all the way? Yeah. Oh, looks okay. like it. Lou, <laughs> oh, yeah, take care of that. The door dinged. Is this where that that Agamemnon's going to be? Yeah, man. Uh, he's on his biblical justice tour. It's going to be rad. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, I guess I'm in the right place. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. I mean, can I just hang out? Do you have any Ag? I I, I brought my greatest hits CD collection of his, but. I mean, is it cool if I just hang out? I don't. I mean, I don't need to buy anything because I've already, I've already got it all. I, I mean, like, uh, he's not gonna sign anything for free. What do I have to pay him, or do I, do I have to pay the pay the store? I mean, you can pay us in advance. Uh, all right. I mean, I, it, it's really important to me that I get this this greatest this greatest hits CD collection. So for 48, yeah, 48 CD collection. He's yeah. He's got quite the the output. Like if if you want to hang out with your collection, you can you can you can pay us in advance, and he'll like sign it, man. All right. Yeah. All right. Just you talk guys to can... that guy. Get his money, guy. <laughs> <laughs> get his money, and then like. Hey guys, found the deposit. Nah, dude, I'm gonna send him over to you. God damn it! <laughs> so you guys are in the middle of a fight. I know it was here. I left it here last night. You know, that's my that's my bad. I'm sorry. Getting on my case about it isn't gonna find the deposit. Well, you know, you know the type of person. Who would close the store correctly and put the money in the safe? Someone like Bob Dylan. <laughs> Bob. The masterful songwriter Bob Dylan. Hey, I like Bob Dylan. Uh, Highway 61 fuck? revisited right over there, 1699. Well, well that, that, that girl over there said I should... I, I need to give you, like... I guess it's like a signing fee for... Agamemnon? Yeah, that's right. Signing fee. Yeah, signing fee. I got, I got this 48 CD greatest hits collection. Uh, oh, that's cool. How many songs are on that be, CD? Well, it's, it's. I mean, the, the typical album is like 12 songs, so 12 times 48. Well, what is that? <laughs> I, I, a lot? I don't know. Oh, I, feel like know, I feel like he'd know. I feel like he'd know, but I'd have to do math to figure the, it out. The signing fee is a lot, so... Well, I mean, how much? How much is it? And he pulls out his wallet. And I'd say, what, what do you think? Three, three bucks a song that's on the CD. Three yeah, bucks a song on the CD. Good. I mean, that's more than I paid paid for the CDs. Well, I mean, you want to meet Agamemnon, right? The Agamemnon. I feel like this is a great place to roll, because this is getting your money <laughs> to see if this guy believes you and pays up. I feel like we're this, at a great. This is the deposit. I feel this like, is like the yeah. Deposit. I feel like this all is right. The deposit. Yeah. All right. Bless so check. one, let's check because you were trying to. I feel like are y'all cool? Yeah. Oh no, not well, uh, fuck if, this guy. If, if right. we pull, we're working together to get if some we money pull out of this, this off, <laughs> we might eventually get there. All right. All right. But so, but yeah, not right now. You're not cool. So um, to do this, we're gonna we're, you're gonna roll dice, okay. which you're going for your uh, take a moment. So you're gonna go to roll one die, okay? Because your your goal of that scene was to repair a relationship. Okay. So, but so, so your task just yeah, one. Yeah, you're just gonna roll one. I'm gonna roll. Um, I am going to roll one for. 
every trouble that's at three. We only have one trouble at three, so I'm gonna roll one. Okay. High die. I mean, if you you beat my die roll, you you succeed at the task. We'll go from and there. And I just have okay. to forgive him. You don't have to. <laughs> no, no. But we work together on this. So okay. that's that's like right, a right. the beginning of the okay. Got gotcha, you guys. Gotcha. All right. So let's see if you're gonna get this money from this guy. I wrote a three. Oh, All right, shit. so a tie. So that means this task becomes a uh, writing task. It becomes a writing task. So what do you think? So you don't fail. You don't succeed. So what do you think? How is this left unresolved? I mean, this guy, maybe he's indifferent. Maybe he, I mean, everybody can weigh in. Maybe how, he just doesn't he, have the money. Maybe. You say something inflammatory. Your rebuts, dude wanders off. I think, I think, I think you might. Have, he doesn't have enough cash on hand, so he has to go to the ATM. Oh, okay. So, all right. So, write down, dude has to go to the ATM or something. Let's you know. Find out what twelve times forty-eight? <laughs> yeah, let's, we'll role play that out. You tell him how much uh, and. Five hundred and seventy-six right. dollars. Right. All right, so three. We'll, oh shit! Throw three dollars. <laughs> so we're trying to get seventeen hundred and twenty-eight dollars from this guy. All right, so so yeah, we'll. All right, so let's. Uh, all right. Fan goes to ATM to get seventeen seventeen hundred twenty-eight dollars. All right, so let's let's role play this a little bit. So uh, uh, he's like, so uh, uh, how much is the signing fee again? You got a calculator? I'm the brain. I just know this. Um, let's see. So it's uh, about 12 songs per CD, 48 yeah. CDs. Yeah. That would be uh, $1,728. $1,728. To meet Agamemnon. Uh, the Agamemnon. The uh, uh, stone her to death. And he'll, and he'll, Agamemnon. he'll sign every one of my, my CDs, right? Every single one you want. All right. I'm going to... Okay. I'm gonna, I don't have that much cash... I get you don't take a check, I guess, do you? No, absolutely. Uh, not. Okay, no. I'm gonna. I'll, okay, I'll have to run to the ATM, and you're lucky. There's one right across the street at the stop and go. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to run over there and get the money and come back. Go, come back. Go now. So come it's back. left. It's left up that maybe he's bullshitting you. Maybe he's not gonna go get the money. So our writing task is he went to get the money. So if we find a point to resolve, maybe somebody uh, can get him back in the that store. That could save the so, revolution. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so y'all can finish up kind of a, if you have anything you want to finish up. If not, we'll move on to the spotlight scene with another person. But if y'all have anything you want to resolve out of that to close the scene out, go for it. Well, I don't feel like we can really start resolving anything because yeah. it didn't it didn't work. All right, because so, I look at him and I say Leonard Cohen still sucks. All right, so yeah, you say that and you walk off, <laughs> and we'll go we'll go with you. So your task, um, you got this big this big. I mean, Agamemnon's coming in. You know he. And he sent a rider over first, uh, and he he he. Uh, one of his demands is he needs he needs exactly twelve sodas, but half of it uh, you have to pour out half of a regular soda and pour in half of a diet soda. <laughs> so your task is you have to go to go down to the to the corner store and buy a, buy two twelve packs. A 12-pack of diet soda and a 12-pack of regular soda. That's your task. Again, you can either double down to do the task. Like, your only goal of this scene is to do the task. And if you succeed, you can wrap this into it just to, to get this off the He's table. Because any the any of these that are left on the table at the end are going to raise. Should we leave that you. one a while, though, just for suspense to see if it saves the revolution? That's up to you. So you can... <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, <laughs> so you can you can either go only for your task. This still is saving the revolution. This is guaranteeing us we can pay. Yeah, Agamemnon you can make yesterday this. right. Oh, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So you can double down on just the task. Go get the sodas and bring them back. Uh, you can take a moment to try to repair a relationship with one of these two. 
or you can shoot for your own personal goal. Those are kind of your three options. Hmm. If I double down, I can throw this in there, right? Yeah. All right, that's what I'm going to do then. All right, so you're going to double down. The only go on, the only thing on your mind this this round is getting those sodas and getting them back to the store. So role play out, whatever you want. You can bring. I mean, you know, you can talk to these these two. But the main goal of the scene is you are going to get those sodas to get them and bring them back. All right, let's see. Okay, so so, so where we cut off, you tell him that Leonard Cohen still sucks. Still sucks, right? And then I walk away. Y'all walk away from each other. And uh, the rider comes to my mind. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, laying on, it's laying on the table. And we have to take care of all this you, stuff. You check the mail. The rider's there. in the mail. Okay, we yeah. check the mail and the rider's in the mail. I open it up and it's like, wow, what the fuck yeah. is this? And it's everything he wants. And uh, at the top of the list, it says uh, 12 sodas in each one, half regular soda, half diet soda. Yeah, if he doesn't have that, he ain't coming. And so I look around for Lou, and she's nowhere to be seen. <laughs> and, uh, I'm at a display pretending to be a customer. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to ask this asshole here uh, because I don't want to owe him anything. So it's on me. I gotta it's on go, you. I, I got to go to the store. All right. So I guess I go to the till. So you, yeah, you go, you get the money. And I get the money. And I leave. Okay. You yeah. walk outside, and there's already a line forming. I mean, Agamemnon, Agamemnon is bringing in some people. So I mean, that looks good. You know, but it's a bunch of. I don't, I don't know what kind of crowd do we think Agamemnon's going to dress, going to bring in. Um, bunch of moms. Moms who are going to dress real slutty. Yeah, yeah slutty moms. Because they're trying to relive their like you yeah. know teens, early twenties. Yeah, they. they don't but they're about. Yeah, death is but they're about. like forty-eight. Yeah, so you have you have all these moms, and they're as you walk out, they're like, "Is he here yet? Oh my God, is he here yet?" And they're all holding like like records or posters. And one of them yells, "Hey, that's the guy who opened for the monkey with the symbols." <laughs> yeah, one of them definitely. Yeah, <laughs> you get someone says that to you. You could David, you can take that character, or you can ignore it. That's something you know. It's like, <laughs> when does Agamemnon get here? He's on his way. He's on his way. That's not good enough. He's going to be here at at 11.20 on hey, the button. Hey, aren't you the guy that opened up for Chicky? I did open up for Chicky. I did open up for Chicky. Thank you. That is Thank one, you. one talented monkey. Yes, he is. Remember my name. I played with Chicky, the talented fucking monkey, did you, at Friday After Six. Did you have that song that was called My Socks Are Crooked? You know what? That's close enough. Yeah, that was me. Oh, that, that was me. That was real nice. You should perform in church. Hey, did you know that Cheeky also plays the bassoon? I didn't know that. Wait a second. No shit. The monkey plays the bassoon? The bassoon. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, you all enjoy <laughs> Agamemnon Day. What is his name? Agamemnon. Agamemnon Day. I see you all have things for him to sign. I'm not sure if he's going to sign anything unless you buy it from the store. So we have lots of Agamemnon items inside. And what you, you can purchase them when you get inside. Well, he won't sign my Agamemnon blow-up doll? Sure, sure, he'll sign that, but you have to buy one of his CDs inside the store also. Oh. All right. Do I get to, to decide where he signs it? You know what? Sure, you get to decide where he signs it. If, if I buy a CD, will he sign my lower back? I bet he would. Agamemnon seems like the kind of guy that would sign all over back. If I buy a CD, will he sign my tennis shoes? 
Fuck no. That's stupid. <laughs> I'm going home. I only marginally like him anyways. Stone her to death. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the, okay. the, yeah, yeah, chaos breaks out in the line <laughs> as, as, as Agamemnon moms. Oh, yeah. oh shit. As Agamemnon moms. That is amazing. <laughs> just discuss the glory days and, you know, really just who's, lay it out who, on this one. Who's who a won- real fan? Yeah. Who knows the words to the song from his debut album? So you, yeah, you head over to yeah. You head over to the store uh, outside on the on the side. Of this there's that man you saw. He's he's trying to get money out of the ATM. He's still trying. He's still trying. He's 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 standing there. He's thinking about it. But you head on in <laughs> into the in, in in to find you know some drinks. Have to buy twenty four sodas, half diet and half. Is that right? There you yep. Go. So that's your one go. I feel like. I feel like we. I feel like it's a good point to roll to see. I mean, does this store have two twelve packs? This is. So you're doubling down. So you'll roll two dice against okay. my one, That's and nice. you'll put forth your highest. Okay. I rolled another three. Six. Oh yeah, you win. All right, so. So you definitely you you succeed. You're going to succeed at your task. So keep that in mind whenever we're role playing, and uh, because you succeeded, you can definitely succeed at this this. Uh, Riding. Oh, for sure? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, now we can pay for Agamemnon. Amazing. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll role play in the store, and then when you come out... I just don't see anything other to do in the store except buy the fucking soda. Yeah, you grab them, you take them up to the, <laughs> to, to the counter, the guy that works there every day. No, 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 no. Hit me, hit me. <laughs> as you're paying for the sodas at the counter, this fucking gas station across the street is selling Agamemnon CDs at the counter for his latest album um uh uh you know, Jesus loves my dog <laughs> at the counter for $2 cheaper well that can't happen than revolution records that does. can't happen all right so i'm paying for the sodas i'm looking at this guy across the street and i say thank you and I exit the store. Oh, wait. I have to get this guy first. Yeah. All right. I kind of stand there looking at the gas station. I don't even look at the guy. I'm like, how's it going? <laughs> is, is it coming okay? Well, uh, I mean, that's a lot of money. I just... I, I, and I mean... I can it, promise you five minutes alone with Agamemnon. Five, five minutes alone? Five minutes alone. In addition to signing... Anything All. you want. He hits enter. <laughs> <laughs> and just the, the the rifle of money. And you're just watching it and it's reflecting in your in your sunglasses that you put on. And there's nice music. Music raises up. And he's like, Well, let's go. <laughs> All right, the guy across the street, is it outside or inside where he's selling these things? No, I mean, when you go up to the counter to buy the, the soda, is the, this, the, is this oh, he, the gas station space. has the CDs for sale. Okay, so, all right, so that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a plan to come back and, and sabotage this guy. Okay, so I need your you guys' help. Okay, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm doing. So anyway, as this money is coming out, I start marching across the street with the sodas in my hand. I am triumphant, and there is some really driving fucking drums happening in the background right now. I am determined I come to the doors of revolution, lean back, kick them open, and walk in like a badass. All right. With some sodas. With a plan. Oh, We're going to okay. get this asshole. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
so that's that's me coming that's back. That's you. Yeah. All right. So you 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 succeeded your task. Your one task was to get the the drinks. You got them. You and, got and then you succeeded at this uh, at this writing task. So the task I created. We don't have anything on the table. So during all this, what what what's Lou been up to? Uh, Lou has managed to find a um, paint scraper and is very determinedly trying to get a piece of bubble gum off the floor. Yeah. So. Yeah, under a table. Just because, just a thing that thing that she does. Yeah, there yeah. there are people around, and they probably want to buy things, and Lou's not really a, one of those people. It's more of an avoid the customer type of person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think actually Lou's task. Let's see here. So, all right, Lou is doing this, going around cleaning up, you know, scraping years old bubble gum, just finding a way to avoid the customers. And Lou looks out out the window and sees the line of Agamemnon moms, uh, and how many is just has lined up. But across the street, just to the right, there's more people showing up, but they're not moms. They're they're, they're a group of people in, like, white button-up shirts uh, and slacks. And you see the telltale sign of signs being raised in the air that say uh, <laughs> that, that say different things like, you know, it's not 420 anymore. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, calling you out? <laughs> and make this neighborhood safe for our kids, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's there's these protesters that that maybe caught wind that that Revolution Records has this little side business of of drug movement going on. So I think that's your task. You got these because one, you don't. These people are going to do two things. One, they're going to disrupt your business. Two, they're going to clue they're going to clue Elle in on what's going on here. Uh, Elle will definitely know what's up if she rolls up and there's these protesters. Uh, I mean, calling you out. That's right. They're calling. They're calling out. They don't know who. But they're calling out someone in this business that that's selling drugs on the side. So Lou goes straight from scrape like scraping bubble gum to um, kind of like Scooby Doo style. Um, oh man! Like <laughs> just kind of you know. Jumps up and kind of meanders out the door, you know, trying to trying to look as uh, inconspicuous as possible, and and approaches the protesters. And so is Lou going to? Uh, are you going to double down on this? Is you just going to take I, go at this task? I guess I'm going to double down. All right, on that, that sounds yeah. good. Uh, I'm just going to approach the first protester and say, "Hey, hey, man, yeah, what's this, this all about?" Yeah, it's this dude. He's got just this, you know, real basic ass white dude haircut. You know this 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 white t- this white button up shirt. His belly's extended the buttons on it. He's got got a nice pair of glasses and just a cop mustache. And you know he's got he's got the bi- a sign with a big like pot leaf with like a big circle and cross right through it. And that's the one you walk up to. Yeah, I like oh, what what's the deal, man? <laughs> the deal, young lady, is that someone in this establishment is selling one just trash music but beside that we know we know that that is a cover it is a cover for for the movement of marijuana in our city and we're here we're here damn it to stop it like what proof do you have of that man because this is this is libel <laughs> and and slander and and 
You can't just show up outside an establishment and start picketing, man. Uh, we, I do believe the good old Constitution gives us the right to, to assemble and, and the freedom of speech. And, and and God gives us gives us this right too that, that we, we may speak out against against injustices and evil in this in this town. Well, man, like God gave Agamemnon the right to make music and God gave us the right to like sell music, man. <laughs> and I don't see where you're coming from that you're uh, that you're picketing our music selling man. Well, we are we are not picketing directly the music selling. We are we are we are picketing what we know because my my young boy he he shops in this place, and this just yesterday I found this bag of marijuana in his sock drawer, and it it had a sticker on it from the from your establishment. Speak for yourself, man. I've got a sign that says Agamem don't. <laughs> <laughs> So they're mixing the Agamemnon protesters with the weed protesters? Yeah, a second group has shown up. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, from the other side, this other this other group comes marching down the street. Uh, I mean, what's this group's modus operandi? Oh, they are not about Agamemnon and his crazy, crazy, crazy um, conspiracy theories. And, and he took a name from the Bible? Well, man, if if you're looking for the people that perpetrated this injustice, then look no further than this person right here, man. This is obviously a setup. This place does not sell anything besides music, and I don't even know why you're here, man. So you're telling me that this gentleman is is selling the marijuana at your establishment? No, man. It's like across the street, that establishment, the one that's that's trying to, to undersell us with their Agamemnon CDs. <laughs> they're they're trying to, to set us up, man. So you're saying that he took your stickers and put them on that bag to... And he turns. He says, you're the one selling the marijuana. But, I mean, this, this check, well, she looks at you. And then she look, and I mean, he looks at you, and he looks back at her, and he gets this real quizzical look. And I think it's a good point to roll to see to How see many? if Sorry. he yeah. loser. No, it's fine. Two. Uh, two, you double down. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you rolled two sixes, and I rolled a three. I'm going to switch <laughs> dice because that's the third three I rolled. So all right, yeah, he he looks at you, and it just something it just clicks in his mind. It plays out like a movie in his head. He sees this group of of older gentlemen going into your store, slyly taking a roll of these stickers and and putting together these bags a week and slapping them on there because they want to shut down the business. So he turns and he says, what you're doing is wrong. You're corrupting our youth and you are you are you are just being you're falsely indicting this this establishment and, and his fingers just shaking, shaking at this group of protesters. Like, listen, man, Agamemnon sucks, but what do you have against weed? <laughs> and he just he just stands up. He's like, "What do I have against weed?" <laughs> I mean, it's you, it 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 clouds your mind. It and he just starts going through this list of stuff. Can I meander off during yeah. this? Yeah, okay, definitely. Just- <laughs> 
<laughs> so Lou, Lou meanders off. As I this, thought I saw my cat's tail around the corner. <laughs> as this, this argument just just <laughs> breaks out between these two groups. I mean, it, it comes to blows eventually. They start fighting. There's a protester fight in front yeah. of the store. They're hitting I mean, each other. Blood. Yeah, it's like a midnight day. <laughs> and so, I mean, the cops show up. The arrests are made. They, they, you know, they, they disperses, and you got all the Agamemnon moms just. Just watching. They're yeah. even more excited to see Agamemnon yeah. at this point. They are. Yeah. They're all like, yeah. fanning themselves. Yeah. And- <laughs> all right. So that's the end of our first scene. Everybody had everybody had a, had a moment in it. So we are actually, <laughs> at the end of every scene, we have to reveal a card to see what new trouble is befalling the store. Let's cut it and then do it. Yeah. So we got the deposit back. Almost. It's coming. Did we? It's coming. Oh, it's coming. So clubs, community. So I feel like that already happened. Yeah. So yeah, all of that. I mean, so community goes up by one. Everything else uh, stays the same. So two. That kind of worked out perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. This whole ruckus and at the front of the store. I mean, it draws down like the news crews that the ones that weren't there for Agamemnon Agamemnon Day. Uh, and yeah, the the store just gets this kind of stain on it in the community. You know, people like old, elderly people in the area. There's rock music there. Yeah, like they didn't like it to begin with because it was selling something other than like church songs and, and, and Christian music. And they sell that Agamemnon music. Yeah. And they have like a whole Christian music section. But it's, it's just Carmen. It's just Carmen. <laughs> no one listens to Carmen anymore. <laughs> Like, what about the gospel stuff, though? It's just Carmen. <laughs> okay. We have tons of, of Ray Charles gospel. Just go look in the soul section. No, that, that's in the pop section. That's secular. <laughs> and that was part one of Damn the Man, Save the Music. Check back in next week as, as our big shot, Agamemnon, shows up for the big record signing. And just see what what our team here at Revolution Records does to try and save the day. Big thank you to my players, Shane, David, and Bethany. So fun to play games around the table. I do a lot of my gaming online, over the internet. So I really, really treasure that when I can get in with my good friends here at home, around a table, and have a good time playing a game. All right, nothing else to say here. So I'm going to wrap this show up and get on out of here. Everybody, get out there. Have fun and row to play. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit row2playpodcast.com for more information. R-O-L-L-2playpodcast.com Like us over on Facebook at Row2PlayPodcast. Follow us on Twitter at Row2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at Row2PlayPodcast at gmail.com If you want to play with a game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly... Our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Tritachion. Visit soundcloud.com slash Tritachion.